the quote is, there's a crack in everything because that's where the light gets in. Ear Snacks. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Polly. And you're listening to... Ear Snacks. Or Ear Cracks. That's more like it. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Ear Snacks. Yeah. Ear Snacks is a musical podcast about the world, and we're glad you're listening. And we're glad you're reviewing it. I know, we have 124 reviews Hot now, Andrew. dog! Do you want to hear the newest one? I do. This is the best review we've ever gotten. I hope it cracks me up. Uh, okay, are you ready? <laughs> yes, please. The subject is butter chicken. Mm, quite. <laughs> chicken flying through the sky, eating all the floppy unicorns, and bacon furdy birdies, and... Dufesh Mufa Samuchis. <laughs> Wang Dang from Michigan Teen. <gasps> well, that is quite a review. Don't you think that's hilarious, Bias? <laughs> that is that is definitively hilarious, Bias. Do you know what that review sounds like? It sounds like they took a review of Ear Snacks <laughs> uh-huh. and they put it in the washing machine <laughs> and then they put it in the dryer filled with peanut butter. Do you know what that review also sounds like? What? It sounds like they got some... Uh, chalk for the sidewalk and they went out and drew that review all over the sidewalk but then the sidewalk was on mars and it varied in temperature so much that they brought it to mercury and then they brought it back to mars and they brought it to mercury that the sidewalk got all cracked up and it was just it was just crazy towns (laughs) well if you'd like to leave a review like that we'd love to read it on the show (laughs) so please get on there and get reviewing okay andrew that's enough back to cracks polly yes andrew what else is there to say about cracks well Last episode, we talked about how things, both big and small, break, but we didn't really get into so much what you do after they break. Oh, yeah. What do you do after something breaks? Well, Polly, have you ever heard of the ancient Japanese art of kintsugi? Kintsugi? You don't know about kintsugi? No, I don't. How can I find out more? Better call Paul. Better call Paul. Wing, wing. Wing, wing. Wing, wing. I'm Paul Postalnik, and I'm the owner and artist of Kintsugi Art. Uh, I'm Allison. I'm James. Have you ever broken something before? Many times. <laughs> How many times? We've probably broken, well, it's over 5,000, might be close to 6,000 things. 6,000 things? What are you doing breaking all that stuff? What is going on over at your house? It's required. You break things here. But the cool thing is that we also require if you break it, you got to fix it. Well, we should explain to some of our listeners that Paul and Allison and James all practice the art of kintsugi. Can you explain what kintsugi is? Sure. Kintsugi is an art that's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. So it's not as old as dinosaurs, but it's, uh, it's definitely older than grandma. I heard it translates to golden joinery. What does that mean? Yeah, it literally means to mend with gold. It was, it's an old art. That was really kind of created by accident. The story goes is there was an old Shogun warrior who had a vase that just he absolutely loved. Uh, One day at a party, somebody knocked it over and broke it. That happens sometimes at parties. Okay, then what what did the Shogun do? So what he did is uh, he gave it to his artisans and he said, fix this for me, please. This is one of my favorite pieces of pottery. So they fixed it, but the way they used to fix things is they used to put these staples in them. That would not make your special vase look very pretty. You couldn't necessarily fill it back up with liquid. Right. So he challenged them to find a new way. And what they came back with was all the parts 
where it was broken, they had put gold instead of glue so that all the cracks showed up as like golden veins in this new piece of art. Oh, you could see them. You could see them. And that's how, that's basically how Kintsugi started. After that, people related that to how they were feeling in life. Life is not supposed to be perfect. And people looked at these, this piece and said, wow, that's how I feel and how amazing that the piece looks more beautiful for being broken now. So that phrase, more beautiful for being broken, is really when Kintsugi took off because what people started doing is they started breaking things on purpose, much like Allison and James and I do now. We break things on purpose. Well, I have a question about that. So what does it feel like to break something on purpose? I remember James, the first time he broke something, he really broke it, right? Yeah, I smashed really hard with a hammer. And how many pieces did it break into? Uh, yeah, hundreds Probably of pieces. Hundreds. Yeah. So we got to learn how to break things carefully. Tell me about that. We tried all different ways of breaking stuff. We would put it in, yeah, you know, Allison's over here laughing because she remembers we put things in, in like bags and dropped them. <laughs> I think James even took one and said, Dad, can I see what happens if I throw this against the wall? I'm like, yeah, let's see what happens when you throw it against the wall. We realized that, you know, you could take a hammer and um, you can kind of tap it on one side and then tap it on the other side and you kind of create these little, it's, it's like you're like stressing it out a little bit. You know, we keep tapping them until they break and they don't shatter. They just break into pieces that we can manage. Do you know what the cracks are going to look like when you start hammering on the bowls? No, every single one is different. And that's kind of the beauty in it. Every break, no break is alike. Are you always breaking bowls that are made out of the same material? <laughs> we tried glass. <laughs> that didn't turn out too well. <laughs> just... What happens when glass breaks? So when glass breaks, the thing about glass is that any little tap and it shatters. He even gave me a wood bowl one time. Accidentally. It, it didn't break. I was I was working on it for like an hour and I'm like, why won't this break? This is so cool that you guys worked on this craft as a family together. Do you think other families would ever be interested in learning new crafts together like this? So the nice thing about this kind of craft and about doing crafts like this is um, it's a time when you all sit down. So we started sitting in a room together. Um, I would break things. Um, Allison and James would be doing homework next to me. They'd finish their homework, then they would jump in. So we're experiencing something together and we're contributing to other people's lives together. I can't stress that enough to the kids is that it's okay to break. And it's okay to mend. And most of the time, after you mend, you're often more beautiful for being broken. That's a cool way to think about it because sometimes when you have a problem or if you've broken something or you go through a challenge, you might think, I'd like to fix this, but fixing it doesn't mean... Making it exactly how it used to be. That's right. Yeah, the other, the other thing too is funny is that we'll be in a grocery store, well, grocery, we'll be like in a Walmart or someplace and we'll hear something break and immediately all three of us will be like, we can fix that. I should go over there and have that. That's awesome. Oh, you should come to our house. We are very good at breaking things, so maybe we ought to start maybe we should working think on about some Kintsugi. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Make it all part of it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to us today. It's really amazing you guys wanted to be on Ear Snacks. Thank you. We really appreciate the invite. But ask your parents before your break, please. Of course. Of course. <laughs> That's a good Kintsugi PSA. Thank you, Allison. Thank you. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you, James. Thanks. You are listening to Ears. Ears.
Andrew, where are we? We are in Noah's Ark, Polly. Like a boat? No, 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 Polly. Noah's Ark at the Skirball Cultural Center. Let's talk to my friend Nina about it. I'm Nina Silver, and I'm the head of Noah's Ark and Family Programs at the Skirball Cultural Center. What is Noah's Ark at the Skirball? Noah's Ark is an incredible place where families can come and they can explore the three chapters of the Noah's Ark flood story. There are three chapters? There are. When you come in, you are going to see and hear a storm. You're going to hear, can you do this with me? You're going to hear the sound of the rain. And you're going to hear the wind blowing. Can you make the wind blow with me? You might hear a coyote howling. That is our storm chapter. And we help the animals get onto the ark two by two. And then we get to explore being on the ark too. The ark is a great big boat where all of the animals go to stay safe from the storm. And while we're on the ark, we get to work together to help each other make it through this really difficult time. And you know, there are storms in real life, like when the rain comes and the wind really blows, but there are also stormy times in people's lives. Like, I don't know, did you ever meet somebody who maybe fell down and hurt themselves? Yes, our friend Everett talks about falling off a play structure and breaking his arm. Oh my gosh, well, in this chapter when we're on board the ark, we find ways where we can really help each other when we're going through these difficult times. I can think of a couple ways people help each other in the ark part of Noah's Ark. Yeah. Yeah, well, one of our favorite places. First of all, it's fun to cook the food. Yes. That's right. And gather that's food helpful. and make soup. Yes. Yes. That's soup one is the, always helpful. Yeah. And then what's the other fun thing to do uh, to help out? Well, you may need to pick up gorilla poop. Mm-hmm. Any kind of poop. Any. There's a number of different kinds Lots of... Lots of different kinds of poop. Scat. That's right. Because after you feed someone soup, they yeah. might have to poop. And then the very last chapter is the rainbow chapter. And the rainbow is a symbol of second chances and of hope for a better future. We made it through the storm together, and now we can talk about how can we help build a better world. Nina, you've talked about storms, Mm -hmm. and you've talked about arcs, Mm -hmm. and you've talked about rainbows. That's true. But when I was walking into Noah's Ark, I noticed some spatulas. Hanging what? about the ceiling. I you noticed. Did? I noticed. I think a fly swatter. I think mm-hmm. I noticed some egg beaters. What does that have to do with <laughs> flood stories? Okay. Well, I remember it was dying November, mm-hmm. and you guys were talking about word puzzles, and I'm a huge fan of word puzzles. You like word puzzles? Yes. So I have a word puzzle for you. Okay. It's a big word. Okay. This word is respect. So if we break down the word respect, it's got two parts to it. The first part is re, like when you redo something. Mm -hmm. So what do you think re could mean? Well, when you redo something, you do it again. That's right, again. And spect, if I'm wearing spectacles, like I happen to wear glasses, and they're also called spectacles. Oh, me too. Do you wear spectacles? Yeah, I do. Hmm. Or inspect. When you inspect something, you take a close look at it. That's right. So if you really think about that word, to respect somebody or respect something, it means to look again. So re, again, and look, spect. When you look again at some of our animals, you might find that they are made out of whisks or uh, fly swatters or pink purses or spools of thread. All of the animals are made out of repurposed materials or recycled materials.
Why are they made out of those things? Because we're giving them a second chance to make a difference in the world. And when we recycle, we make our world a better place and we give our world a second chance, just like the rainbow chapter of our story. It helps us understand that everyone deserves a second chance and everyone deserves respect. We deserve to be looked at again, not just for what we see on the outside, but really all of the beautiful different parts that we're all made out of. There are over five different cultures all over the world who share flood stories and some of those flood stories take place on an ark like the Noah's Ark story but the Chinese flood story there's a brother and a sister and they stay safe from the storm inside of a giant scooped out pumpkin <laughs> and in the Lenape Native American flood story all of the animals stay safe on top of a giant each different culture tells a story about floods and how the animals stayed safe. And the thing that changes in the different stories is the vehicle and the main characters in the story. But in the end, there's almost always a rainbow. So many different cultures and religions have stories about a flood in mm -hmm. common. Why do you think these stories are so important? That is a good question. I think that when we go through a hard time, that it helps us understand it better when we tell each other stories about the hard time that we've been through. Because none of us is alone. We are all in it together. And nothing really happens to a person that hasn't happened to a person who has come before them. And hearing the stories of the people who came before us helps us understand where we are now and where we're going. So many people have so many challenges. Right. Sometimes, um, like Everett, you might break your arm or um, something might happen in the environment that's out of your control. Hard times come in all different shapes and sizes. I think that cultures and communities tell stories about floods because floods are so big and the culture or community has to come together in order to understand what happened to them. But difficult times aren't just the big things. Difficult times can also be the small things. And sometimes when you hear a story about something big, it can make sense to you, not just about that big story, but about your own special, smaller story. All of those things can be helped by hearing stories about larger challenges that we all have to overcome. I guess the more challenges or storms you go through, the more you know that you can work things out. That so you can weather it. Can I tell you something special? Yeah. Tell us. When you come into Noah's Ark and you're standing right in the middle of the storm and you hear the wind blowing and you hear the rain falling down and you feel a little bit scared because it's kind of dark in there and there's thunder sounds. Well, if you look very carefully all the way through the ark, you will always be able to see that there is a rainbow at the end of your journey. And that is the hope that pulls you through the storm and through the ark and all the way out to the end of the story, where you know that you can 
overcome anything, and you can even help other people to build a better world. Thank you so much, Nina, yes, for talking to thank us you about it. Thank you, Andrew and Polly. I had such a good time talking with you today. Andrew, I love that idea that Paul was talking about, that something can be more beautiful for being broken. Yeah, after something breaks, you can make it better, but it doesn't always look the same, and that's okay. And I think it's so cool how the Pastalniks all practice Kintsugi together. Yeah, and like Nina said, we can all together tell stories about the hard times to get to the good times. Ooh, and I always like telling stories if I get to make storm sounds. <gasps> Me too. Oh, you want to make some more storm sounds? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do the whoosh. show. Thanks to Paul, Allison, and James Postalnik for talking to us about Kintsugi and the way they break things and make them more beautiful for being broken. If you want to find out more about what Paul and his family are up to, you can visit kintsugigifts.com or check them out on Facebook. Thanks also to Nina Silver and the Skirball Cultural Center for talking to us about Noah's Ark and letting us record some cool sounds in there. If you're ever near Los Angeles, you ought to go. Noah's Ark is a super fun place to play. And think and be. And all are welcome there. Visit skirball.org to find out more. If you want to be on Ear Snacks, get a grown-up to go to a computer and type in earsnacks.org. That's where you tell us if you want to be on the show. Yeah, not don't go to earcracks.org. I don't know what that is. I don't, I've never been there. <laughs> I can't say anything about that place. Don't go to that place. Don't step on a crack or you'll have a friend named Jack. I want a friend named Jack. Oh, maybe you should step on a crack. I'll step on a lot of cracks. Then do I get a lot of Jack friends? Don't step on a crack or you'll have to stop and quack. See, now I also love quacking, so I'm going to have a million friends named Jack and I'm going to be quacking all day long. You'll step on nothing but cracks. You said butt cracks. Sorry, Julia.